What's up, what's up? <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Ron's Planning. Today is July 16th and this is your host, Ronnie D. For those who have listened to my previous episodes, Ronnie Sodes, welcome back. And if this is your first time listening to Ron's Planning, um, welcome. I hope you find this entertaining, if I may say. So if you're new to this podcast, um, I have already released eight episodes so far. Um, you can definitely listen to it after this one. You don't really need to find a sequence of which episode to listen first and whatnot. <laughs> so there. And before anything else, um, have something new for this episode. <laughs> Wait, let me just get ready for this one. <sighs> okay, this episode is brought to you by Mr. and Mrs. Brew, located at El Pueblo Condominiums. Anona Street, Santa Mesa, Manila. Check out their Facebook page. Just type in Mr. and Mrs. Brew. They are also available on Grab Food and Food Panda. <laughs> now, that promotion was actually very timely because yesterday um, I received already the USB microphone that I purchased from Mikkel. So, kung wala kayo napapansing bago sa naririnig nyo, no? especially with this recording, siguro boses ko na lang talaga yung pangit. <laughs> But with everything that I have tried so far using this Michael microphone, um, mas maganda naman talaga compared sa headset and the built-in microphone ng laptop. Anyway, um, going back to the regular programming. <laughs> uh, my God, honestly, the last week was very heavy. A lot of things happened, but less on the good side. And dami talaga. I mean, I actually tried to, you know, skip a week of recording because of the bad news. Kasi sobrang dragging. I am really affected, especially with this particular news. No? But before we talk about what trended um, last week, no, let me just share to you what happened with my weekend first. Even though I know it's not as interesting as your life. <laughs> But, ayun, para humaba lang naman tong Ronisodes natin. So, this is part of um, the structure that I'm trying to follow. Um, last week, I was able to finish The Politician Season 2 by Ben Platt. It's actually better compared to Season 1. Kasi yung Season 1, medyo hindi ko bet. Gawa ng parang, um, it's too pretentious. Hindi siya sing natural nung... Um, and I expect ko. But season 2 actually um, pulled it off um, compared to season 1. Um, also, I finished watching season 2 of Glee. Taray, no? Um, 22 episodes tapos na tapos in one week. <laughs> Kasi walang-wala talaga akong magawa. So, ayun lang naman. Um, those are the things that I've watched. And, ayun. Aside from that, um, I received yesterday the USB microphone that I purchased from Mikkel. Despite of the hassle na na-experience ko. Kasi, um, I messaged Mikkel through their Facebook page. And then, I expressed my interest on purchasing the USB microphone. So, Um, ang payment kasi nila is either GCash or bank transfer sa BDO. So, ayan. Eh, wala naman ako noon. I, I find it very difficult to, you know, um, pay the amount that uh, is needed for the microphone. So, ayan. I asked um, someone uh, for a favor na kung pwede sa kanya ko bayaran and then siya yung mag-transfer ng amount dun sa account. 
So, last week, Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, basta ganun, um, last week, um, na-process na namin yung payment. Although, um, it's not really reflecting on their end. So, syempre, ako bilang first time na gumamit ng um, ganong klaseng transaction, my God, nakakakaba. Kasi baka mamaya, hindi mag-transfer. It's going to be a big hassle on my end as well. Um, syempre, hassle din sa kanila kasi nga, um, nagbayad na. And correct naman yung reference number and uh, the likes. So, ayun. Um, I waited for Monday para ma-check if it reflected already on their end. And ayun, luckily, with patience and a lot of prayers, charat, <laughs> um, dumating naman. Dumating naman yung microphone. Um, and I'm actually very lucky, no? Kasi... Um, Mikkel has been very responsive with my chat, uh, especially with the follow-up regarding the payment. Kasi, yun nga, first time ko mag, um, mag-try mag-process ng payment through such transaction and meron kagad um, hassle <laughs> na encounter. So, yun, thank you so much, uh, Mikkel, and especially dun sa um, nag-respond sa akin kasi talagang um, they're very patient in terms of having it done. Or waiting for the payment as well. Very helpful. Um, five stars. <laughs> And now, no matter how dragging the bad news were last week, um, let's talk about some. <laughs> Starting off with a good news, uh, we have Michael Pacquiao on the list. Uh, Michael Pacquiao trended on Twitter last week for releasing a music, um, releasing his music online. You know, personally, as someone who doesn't like rap music or anything similar to that genre because I'm more of a ballad and theater kind of person. Michael Pacquiao's music is really good. The rhyming is good. The message is also there. The delivery is clear. Um, like, you know, for a rap song, you can almost listen to every word clearly, which I find impressive because honestly, one of the reasons why I don't like rap music is because I couldn't understand the words they rap. But with Michael Pacqu- uh, Pacquiao's, it's just the total opposite. Also, what I really like about the fact that he is into rap is because it gives me this feeling that you really don't have to follow your parents' footsteps to make a name for yourself. So, so ayun, um, you can definitely check his music on YouTube. Meron siyang YouTube channel. Um, I suggest listening to Only You and Pac-Man. Yan, yun yung mga... Um, some of the rap music na naka-release niya so far. And again, very impressive. Um, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air, especially with the rap music here in the Philippines. So, there. Next on the list, we have Philstar. Actually, parang same day or same time lang naman nag-trend ang Philstar and si Michael Pacquiao. But anyway, Philstar trended for being shady. As always, with their tweets. Kasi hindi naman ito yung first time na nag-shade sila pagdating sa pag-tweet ng mga news. Um, I remember this one tweet wherein they included a meme ng Kardashian na parang ang sabi kasi dun sa situation, dun sa picture na people are dying, Kim! Something like that. So, you know, kung hindi mo alam yung reference na ginamit, you, you won't find it shady. Pero kasi, um, a lot of people noticed and recognized the reference of that specific picture. Um, ayun. Other news outlets din naman, no? Um, 
throw shades with with the same situation kung saan yun nga nag-announce ng gantong oras may press release or um, public address but it turned out to be later than that time so ayun lang, i don't know is that the new normal maybe not sana hindi kasi ang pangit noon okay <laughs> let's move on to the next topic on the list which is one of the main reasons why i plan to skip a week of recording just to let it pass no kasi parang eto eto na nga et, this is the one thing that i'm afraid of pag pinag-usapan or pag diniscuss ko na yung um topic na to one of my favorite glee stars nay rivera died as a result of drowning um you know just to get more specifics if i may say let me just read something from cnn.com about this um topic okay uh, the glee star's death was also ruled an accident the autopsy findings are consistent with a drowning and the condition of the body is consistent with the time that she was submerged no traumatic injuries or disease processes were identified at autopsy Um, Rivera, 33, vanished last week from Lake Piru in Southern California's Ventura County. She went to the lake that afternoon and rented a pontoon boat with her four-year-old son, according to the authorities. Now, initially, nung nag-trending to sa Twitter and also Facebook, um, ang concern lang is she's missing and presumed dead. Kasi nga, um... It's been hours since she's missing. Kasi uh, may tumawag daw sa authorities or 911. An identified caller na there's something wrong. Kasi, di ba, nag-rent nga sila ng, um, ng boat and then parang natapos na yung limit kung uh, hanggang saan lang pwede gamitin yung boat. Then hindi pa sila bumabalik. So when the authorities came for, for them, they only found Naya Rivera's son on the boat. Tapos, siya wala. And then, parang it took uh, more than three days bago siya nakita. And, ayun nga. Um, it's, it's, it's just very sad. Um, especially because Glee stars or the cast of Glee is very close close to me. Um, they're part of my childhood, if I may say. <sighs> I'm so sorry for for um you know the the silence kasi I really don't know what to say. Um I find it very difficult to accept that another cast of Glee died. Um first it was my favorite character Cory Monteith, then Mark Selling and then now Naya Rivera. I I'm not really sure what's happening. Bakit? <laughs> It's really hard to accept. Um, I ko, I just really love them. I love their characters in Glee and sobrang attached ako um, sa, sa kanila. Um, although, I really don't know a lot of people who's, you know, sharing the same sentiment or emotion like me. But I know there are people. Um, anyway, um, talking about the same topic, no? Um, other Glee stars were called out for not expressing their grief online, especially um, Leah Michelle was actually called out and I think 
for a time being, she deactivated her IG kasi nga parang nagkakaroon sa kanya ng backlash na but hindi siya nagpapakita ng grief online. Um, Diana Agron as well, I think. Um, I have this thing that I really wanted to to say about this fact na other Glee stars were being called out to express their grief. No, It's very unfair. It's it's unfair on their end. Kasi hindi naman for public consumption yung, griefing, uh, yung grieving process nila eh. Kumbaga, let them deal with it personally kasi it's not really for public consumption. Yes, they are actors, artists. Um, they live on the spotlight but grieving is not a part of what they should and they are obligated to share to the public. Okay. That's why it's also really hard for me to rewatch Glee season 2 kasi um you know before this news I already watched season 1 and then this 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 news came. Um you know, I really don't want to prolong this topic kasi nga it's very dragging. And, ayun, um, <laughs> ah, let's move on. Um, next on the list, we have ABS-CBN franchise denial with a vote of 11 to 70. This news is not only dragging but also enraging, if I may say. Kasi um, with the hearings that they have conducted, no, um, it gave me hope that ABS-CBN will be having their franchise renewed. But it turned out na despite of the 12 hearings na nangyari sa kanila, despite of defending the accused violations that they've done, napatunayan naman and yung mga departments na in charge for, you know, investigating the accused uh, violations, wala pa rin nangyari. Okay. Um, I won't question the legality kasi hindi naman ako eksperto sa ganyan. Hindi ako abogado. I'm just a mere, you know, citizen of this country. Pero, I just find it really unfair and really problematic at the same time. Kasi, if they really um, committed violations, whether it be tax, um, employment, and whatnot, I find the timing very alarming. We're still in the middle of a pandemic and de- uh, denying a franchise um, sa ABS-CBN is really something. It affects a lot of people. Now, um, I know some of you may argue that law is law. It's their fault for not um, complying with the law and whatnot. But you know, there is a better timing for that. Okay? Um, with everything that they've been through, with, with the help that they were able to give to people, especially during this time. Bakit? Bakit ngayon? Um, I know uh, a couple, a handful of people working for ABS-CBN, and it's just very dragging. Uh, I know I'm using the word a lot, pero yun, yun yung parang um, feeling ko pinaka-suitable for, for this situation eh. Ang dami nang walang trabaho. And closing a media, closing um, ABS-CBN, denying their franchise, dumagdag lang, dagdagdag lang tayo ng mga taong unemployed. Okay? 
And um, yesterday, um, I've read um, an article that they're planning already to lay off people. And apparently, the government cannot accommodate a lot of people um, na unemployed. Okay? Hirap na hirap na nga magbihin ng ayuda sa AB kahit qualified, tapos magdadagdag pa tayo ng mga taong unemployed. Some people may argue na what is 11,000 people compared to the 80,000 people um, OFWs na walang trabaho at naiipit ngayon sa atin kasi nga hindi sila makalabas. Is this really going to be a comparison of burden? I don't think so. Kasi, come to think of it, 11,000 na nawalan ng trabaho sa ABS-CBN or ang mawawala ng trabaho sa ABS-CBN and 80,000 ang, mawawa, uh, ang walang trabaho ng OFW. Hindi tayo nagko-compare ng kung sino mas maraming uh, nagihirap. Hindi to 11,000 to 80,000. We have 91,000 unemployed people or we have um, 91,000 possible people na unemployed at mawawalan talaga ng trabaho. That's it. That's the problem. Hindi tayo dapat nag-compare ng sinong mas maraming, sinong mas naghihirap, and the likes. It's really problematic. Um, pero, you know, I- I'm still very hopeful sa iba, sa, sa ABS-CBN, um, and with the people who works there. Um, it's just really sad. I'm so sorry. This is the exact reason why I plan to skip this um, recording. Kasi nga, talking about the topics that trended online, especially the death of Nay Rivera, the ABS-CBN franchise denial, <laughs> it's very problematic. Um, nakakatakot. Nakakatakot nowadays. What's happening? Um, there, you know, I strongly believe that there are things that could have been done differently. Pero wala. Um, nakakalungkot. Nakakalungkot lang. Now, let's move on to the next topic kasi that's going to be a lot of dead air. <laughs> Ayan. Um, still related to the ABS-CBN franchise denial. Um, Kito Noel, the son of Bulacan representative, called out her mom for voting in favor of the franchise denial. Um, this tweet actually um, surprised a lot of people. Kasi imagine, sarili mong nanay na representative ng Bulacan, okay, call out mo because of uh, voting for the franchise denial. Man, you got a lot of nerve. Um, salute. Okay, um, this is something that we should look up for. Kasi um, calling out someone is one thing, but calling out a family member, especially your parents, is on a different level. Okay. Um, also related to this one, no? a tweet by Jan Kirk. I'm not really sure if I say the name right. Also circulated Facebook and Twitter for saying this. Let me just pull it up. According to his tweet, it says that I just unfriended my papa. He is in favor of shutting down ABS-CBN. Bleep, diba? Parang bet ko lumayas. Bala kayo magbayad ng kuryente dyan. 
nakapag-post ka ng hate sa FB mo, eh ako naman nagbabayad ng internet. Paputol ko na kaya. So, um, this one specific comment about um, Jan Kirk's tweet says, walang respeto sa magulang, proud ka pa niyan, ganyan ugali mo, and the likes. I totally understand where the opinion comes from, no? Um, especially with the words used by Jan Kirk on that specific tweet. Um, it's really below the belt, okay? Um, also, we have this thinking na pag Pilipino, marespeto sa magulang, and, you know, masunurin, something like that. But let's be honest, we really cannot invalidate Jan Kirk's um, statement with what happened. He's an employee of ABS-CBN, and he's in this situation wherein he may definitely lose his job because of what happened. And knowing someone na in favor din sa franchise denial, despite of the fact na mawawalan ka ng trabaho, that's problematic. Okay? Uh, we really need to understand where Jan Kirk is coming from as well. Kasi hindi madali yung nangyari. Okay? Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe breadwinner siya. Siya yung nagdadala ng um, uh, income sa pamilya, ng pambayad sa mga bills and the likes. Tapos may marinig kang ganun from someone na sinusuportahan mo rin. That's really something, okay? And, you know, I am a believer of this notion wherein you need to cut ties with someone na toxic na for you, okay? You need to cut ties with people na hindi healthy for your emotional, mental, and, um, you know, psychological well-being. Even though, if they are your family member, I'm so sorry, that's, that's my take on it. No, um, because what we really need to do, especially if you're in the right age, you have this job, you can live on your own, you can be independent, you can support yourself. You know, um, choose, choose the people that you're going to surround yourself with. Um, kung helpful ba siya or hindi. And you know, on Jan Kirk's situation, I really can blame him for speaking something like that. Quick disclaimer lang, no? the views and opinions expressed by the host does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of whoever. <laughs> okay. um, this is my personal take on the topics that I am talking about on this episode, on this podcast. Moving on to the last topic on the list of what trended recently, Agot Isidro. <laughs> okay. Um, so, dun mo na tayo sa reason kung bakit nag-trending si Agot last time. Um, Jinky Pacquiao, okay, um, Jinky Pacquiao posted a picture on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken, um, two bikes na may tatak ng Hermes and Louis Vuitton. So, tapos may tag na mine and his, and not really sure with the caption. Basta ganun yung, yung, ano, um, yung context, if I may say. <laughs> so, ayun. Um, Agot commented this, or rather tweeted this, um, regarding the photo posted by Jinky Pacquiao on her Instagram account. Um, she said, Alam namin na marami kayong pera at kung anong gusto nyong gawin sa pera, nyo, uh, pera na yon, wala kaming pakialam. Pero marami rin ng walang trabaho at nagkukumahog humanap ng pera para may pakain sa kanilang pamilya. Pwede ba konting sensitivity man lang? Hashtag Nouveau. Now, um, for those who doesn't really know what Nouveau is, Nouveau Riche is actually a term um, usually used 
uh, as a derogatory term, if I may say, to describe those whose wealth has been acquired within their own generation rather than familial inheritance. Okay. Um, the problematic thing that I see on this specific post by Agot Isidro is that... Um, Bakit kasi gumamit pa ng ganun term? Okay? If ang point lang naman nung tweet is to, you know, highlight on insensitivity because of that specific post, sige, matatanggap po pa. Or matatanggap pa siguro ng karamihan. Pero yung um, term or yung hashtag na ginamit, that, that's the problem. Parang dun siguro nag-stem yung claim ng ibang tao na, you know, naingit lang si Agot with Jinky Pacquiao's post. Now, Let me just share this um, discussion that I had with a high school friend of mine no, um, regarding this um, specific issue about Agotisidro and her comment on Jinky Pacquiao's post. Because um, I think we both agree na hindi ingitera si Agotisidro. So she shared this post um, that says, Hindi ingitera si Agot, okay? Public official asawa ni Jinky at nasa batas na they have to live their modest lives. Um, this is related to um, the law or the Republic Act number no. 6713 or an act establishing the code of conduct and ethical standards for public officials and employees. Section 4, it states that public officials and their families shall lead modest lives. They shall not indulge in extravagant or ostentatious display of wealth in any form. Okay. So, yun yung, ano, um, yun yung argument niya kung bakit parang um, she's arguing na hindi ingitera si Ago just like what other people claimed Ago to be. Which I strongly agree with with her uh, on that note. But, you know, just to exchange opinions with, with the topic, um, I also shared mine which is, you know, na We can both definitely agree na hindi ingetera si Agot, pero I think we um, can agree na Agot was selective. Kasi diba, if we're going to argue na uh, the Pacquiao's should live their modest life and their simple life, maybe, perhaps, we can definitely argue that Heart Evangelista and Sharon Cuneta should also live their modest life. Now, when I mentioned that point of mine, no, um, she rebutted na, Um, it was already clarified that the lifestyle of Heart Evangelista was not supported by Jesus Kudera by any form, if I may say, no? Pero kasi, um, given the benefit of the doubt, we already know, and I think it's common knowledge, that Jinky Pacquiao played a big role on managing uh, Manny Pacquiao's wealth. So, we can definitely say na, you know, given the benefit of the doubt, what if hindi rin naman si Pacquiao yung nagsusupport? ng kung lifestyle yung gusto ni Jinky Pacquiao. Is she going to be saved from the accusation na insensitive siya? And can we set her up on the same standard as we look upon Heart Evangelista and Sharon Coneta? Diba? Parang ganun yung kasi yung argument eh. Um, we can definitely agree that Agot Isidro is not ingitera. Okay. But we cannot def- uh, deny the fact that Agot Isidro was somehow selective with her argument. Um, kasi upon reading the tweets after calling out Jinky Pacquiao on her Twitter account, um, she argued as well, um, or she tweeted something about uh, the Pacquiao or Manny Pacquiao is planning to 
um, acquire a higher position in the government. So this is actually part of their plan to use a rag to riches story, which is definitely resonating to a lot of people, which um, a lot of people find motivational. Okay. But, you know, having that being said, I don't think it's still a valid reason for um, for them to be called out insensitive. Kasi nga, um, on, the, on the post itself, on the Instagram post itself of Jinky Pacquiao, wala namang context eh. Ang nakalagay lang doon is his and hers. Okay, it's not even on the context of despite the pandemic and whatnot, um, even though mahirap ang buhay, at least we get to have this stuff. Walang ganun eh. Okay, it's just a plain picture of the bicycles that they have. Na may tatak lang. It just so happened na may tatak ng Hermes and Louis Vuitton. So that's it. Um, it's just a matter of perception kung ano talaga yung parang pinaka-take ng mga makakakita ng post na yon. But I don't think there's anything insensitive with Jinky Pacquiao's post, um, Instagram post. Okay, so yun lang. Um, that's my take on it. There, so that's the end of the list for the topics that trended last week. Now, for today's episode, the main topic that I will be discussing has something to do with influencers who's been on the spotlight this past few days or weeks because of not-so-good reasons, if I may say. Okay, so... Today, I will be talking about the so-called influencers and YouTubers or TikTokers who made noise for some reasons. Recently, we had Booknoy, then we have now um, Rakim of TikTok. Now, this is not going to be specifically about them, but I'll be sharing my thoughts on bad influencers, you know, if I may use the term. Because honestly, we really cannot deny that there are good influencers and bad influencers who are given this platform with incredible reach to the people especially the younger generation the adolescents and the young adults if i may say so good influencers of course and Yong, number one my favorite mimia we also have kong tv um although i'm not really um watching any of their videos but I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about them, especially Kong, okay, um, Ben Kua, Benedict Kua, Bianco Gonzalez, and a lot more, to say the least. Um, pero siguro the number of good influencers is equal to the number of bad ones. Um, a quick disclaimer, again, I just really wanted to emphasize this, no? This is not a personal or direct attack on the people, influencers, vloggers, talkers, um, that I will be mentioning on this episode. I just really want to set a clear example as I go through my take on the topic, okay? Um, because I have this question in mind. Is there really a need to identify good and bad influencers, okay? And the answer is very simple. Of course, it's a yes. Kasi bad influencers have this capability to influence viewers to act and be like what they are in their videos, okay? For example, we have Booknoy recently. He degraded a tricycle driver in one of his videos. Although he received the backlash he deserved, there are still people who support him. Okay, from half a million subscribers um, down to a hundred and um fifty plus subscribers. Okay, that's still a lot. Okay, if I may say. Um a lot of people still support him. Okay, and supporting bad influencers enables them to continue on what they do. Like, you know, um, yeah, 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 Booknoy already apologized for it. But as of this recording, no, I just checked it. The video is still up on his account. So what does it tell you? 
Okay? I leave the realization to you. But that specific video where um, he received a lot of bad comments okay, for a comment he made about a tricycle driver is still there. It's still on his YouTube account. On the other hand, we have Rakim. Okay, now this type of self-obsessed content is also everywhere, no? Parang tulad nung kay um, Buknoy. Um, at some point, you know, on Rakim's content, I understand where he wants it to be directed on, okay? He tries to be relatable by sharing something that I doubt even happened to him, no? Um, one of the videos that I think went problematic was his video of him sharing an experience with a parent who interrupted him while being in-game. Okay. So, you know, nowadays, marami talaga sa kabataan ang hooked sa online games more than before. Kasi nga, they have really nothing to do, especially ngayon na hindi rin naman pwede masyado maglalalabas. But, you know, nonetheless, it's not a valid excuse to to be like that. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, um, he also shared something about an experience being in school and then um, dozing off, if I may say, in the middle of the discussion. Tapos parang um, nagrarant pa siya na akala ba nila porque inaant- mukha kami inaantok sa loob ng klase, eh, hindi na kami nagpipay attention, something like that. You know, typical um experience of a student na antuhin sa klase pero you know you know for a fact na may alam naman okay um the thing was ang dating kasi is naroromanticize yung mga ganong behavior sa loob ng classroom which i think most people disagree on kasi nga you're not supposed to be like that you are supposed to be paying attention to the discussion of the teacher regardless of the situation you're in. Kung boring magturo or hindi engaging yung teacher enough, um, that's not really an excuse. But, you know, we really cannot defy the fact as well na it's something that the, uh, the teacher needs to work on. You know, bilang teacher din naman ako dati, um, I should take it as a criticism to work on my craft, if I may say. And, you know, after receiving a lot of backlash from several of his videos, um, Rakim released an apology video on TikTok as well. I'm not really sure kasi sa Facebook ko siya tinignan, no? Na parang he consulted his parents if they allow him to post it online and, you know, um, they approved it, something like that. Pero kasi, um, you know, on his defense naman, no? Even though how annoying um, Rakim is and his experiences daw, okay? Kasi I really don't think na yung mga sinishare niya online is something na experience niya. Um, I think it's just for him to gain viewers kasi nga yung mga experiences na sinasabi niya on his TikTok, um, you know, very relatable. Parang commonly na may experience, common uh, experiences na mga tao. Um... You know, going back sa, on Rakim's defense nga, I think the one of the main reasons why he received a backlash from his posts is because of the way he speaks. Like, you know, guys, gato kasi siya magsalita. <laughs> Ganon. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's my best, best attempt to imitate Rakim, no? Um, 
Pero share ko lang. Um, just my opinion. Just my take on um, his videos. No? Benefit of the doubt. Maybe he don't think it through. Um, kaya parang medyo problematic talaga yung mga videos and yung dating ng videos niya. Parang hindi masyadong pinag-isipan. Kumbaga parang pipili lang siya ng mga kung anong, you know, parang something na na-experience ng karamihan and then he's trying to make a scenario wherein, you know, he's on the same on the same path, if I may say. So, yun lang. Um, one more thing. One more example. Ayan. Um, also from the land of TikTok, no? Um, the user or the TikToker uh, by the name Pao Kimberly, okay? Uh, most of her videos are honestly good, okay? It's something that I would watch if I like spending time on TikTok or if I have a TikTok app on my phone. Um, she went viral for correcting someone for their pronunciation, okay? Um, but you know, correcting someone for the intention of educating is totally fine. Pero the way it was delivered, yung dun nga sa video ni Pao Kimberly, it was totally off. Okay? Tapos gumawa pa siya ng TikTok video, a side-by-side video na yung isa din na-defend siya, tapos siya to the emote lang sa gilid, as if she's saying, yeah girl, spit it, speak the truth. Um, so dun, sa mga videos na pinost niya after nung nag-trend niyang video, it shows na she's not really accepting the fact that she was called out for her attitude and intention of posting that video. Uh, matagal na yung video na yun, no? pero just to give you a quick recall of what that was, um, yun yung sinasabi niya na domestic, yung may comment sa kanya, domestic na, ano, uh, na word. Okay, so he corrected, oh, sorry, she, she corrected um, that person and gave examples of some words. Naiba yung pronunciation sa, you know, kung paano siya, Uh, na-spell. Na-spell? <laughs> spelled out. How it was spelled out. Okay? So, yung comment kasi na nakita niya, it's um, the word domestic. However, it was spelled as D-E-M-E-S-T-I-C. Okay? So, obviously, it was a sarcastic comment from one of her uh, viewers. Kasi nga, ang pagkakapronounce niya ng domestic is domestic. Which, you know, I don't think may mali naman dun sa pag-respond ni... Um, Pao Kimberly. Kasi, you know, naging sarcastic yung nag-comment eh. So, obviously, in order to address and to clear the ignorance of that person who commented on the TikTok video, um, tama naman. I mean, it's totally fine. On on my perspective, no? Pero kasi, ang medyo annoying lang sa video ni Pao Kimberly is yung pagbigay niya ng example and how to pronounce it correctly as if the other pronunciation for that specific word is malina. Okay? So, on that specific video, she mentioned that there are certain words, definitely, I do agree on that, na hindi mo naman pinapronounce based on how it was spelled out. For example, international. Okay? You don't say that. Yun yung sabi niya, di ba? Y- you don't say that. Um, for example, yun nga, International. Some people would definitely say that it's international, okay? Other people would say international, and that's fine, okay? Walang mali doon. Walang mali sa parehong pronunciation na yun. Um, comfortable. Sabi nga niya, you don't say that. It doesn't sound right. Pero, some people would say comfortable, and that's fine. Comfortable is also accepted, okay? Ang um, mali kasi, for, for me, ah, the way I see it, the... The message should be around 
the fact that there are certain words that differ in pronunciation but still accepted by a lot of people. Okay? Hindi porket iba yung pagkakapronounce kasi ng isang word is malina compared sa ibang pronunciation. Okay? Um, also, I think it could have been better if she addressed the uh, idea that the delivery is as important as the message. Okay? Kasi nga, um, pronunciation is just one significant part of the language, if I may say. Um, at the end of the day, it's still communication that we should focus on. Okay? No matter how great our pronunciation is, if the message is not there, it's still useless. Okay? Um, and then, for those who are listening indeed, okay, you may agree or not agree with me, but that's fine. Um, pero I really wanted to focus and emphasize on this one. No? The delivery of the message is as important as the message it is. It doesn't matter... Um, if you pronounce a word differently compared to other people, if the message that you are trying to convey was successfully conveyed, then that's good. Okay. What matters the most is communication. That that's it. Okay. Okay. So disclaimer early tayo, no. Um, even though I specifically used those names as an example for the point that I'm trying to make, no? That doesn't necessarily mean that they are bad influencers, um, especially Buknoy and Rahim. They are still young. They have a lot to learn, okay? Let's give them that. Let's give them um, the chance to, to develop themselves, okay? Meron pang i-improve yan, guys, okay? So, let's give them that, okay? Um, in terms of man kay Pao Kimberlino, her content is, again, let me say this one more time, her contents are good, okay? Um, it's worth watching. It's somehow educational. It's just a matter of perception as viewers kung paano mo siyang gustong tanggapin. If you think that it's not really your cup of tea, then leave, okay? Don't watch her videos. That's it. Pero nonetheless, um, you can definitely learn something from her videos, okay? Now, let's wrap things up para at least um, hindi na tayo magkaroon pa ng specific examples na baka ma-misinterpret din ng ibang tao, no? Uh, what I would really like to try to say on this podcast or on this specific topic is that we need to filter, okay, content creators that deserves our subscription. Uh, we need to make sure that we select influencers, vloggers, tiktokers na panunoorin talaga natin, na deserve yung views natin, okay? Kasi, um, aside from the fact that they are earning because of our views, no? Um, it's their responsibility to make sure that the content they are posting on their platforms are something that would benefit us, okay? And again, there are bad content creators out there na kumikita just because um, they have supporters na blinded sa kung ano mang ginagawa nila because they think that's fine, okay? And with that being said, no, um, kung gano'n tayo magiging kabosisi um, sa pagpili na ng mga panonoorin natin and um, i-subscribe natin online, dapat gano'n din tayo kabosisi sa pagpili ng mga uupo sa posisyon. 
And yes, I'm going to be political on this one, no? Because just like influencers, we have government officials na hindi naman talaga mabuti para sa atin, pero nasa posisyon. At meron naman tayo, luckily, mga nakaupo sa pwesto, pero talagang gumagawa at may ginagawa, okay? Um, so yun lang, <laughs> before we end this podcast, um, just a quick shout out to some podcasters that I had an interaction with or, you know, communicate with. With the past few weeks or since I started actually. So, hi K-Mike of Inuman Session. Um, to RV as well of ACW Podcast and Seswangs. Um, Frenchie One of Ito na nga, ayan. Who informed me of something very creepy that happened on my Ronisode number 5 on the 10th minute. May bumulong kasi daw, sabi niya. So, at first, skeptical ako kasi parang wala naman ako narinig ng ganun so far. Pero, you know, upon checking it, my God, may bumulong. So, um, if you're listening to this at umabot ka dito sa 44th minute, no? If meron kayong narinig, let me know. <laughs> okay. Um, and there. There you have it. Yun lang naman. Um... Before anything else, again, this run episode is brought to you by Mr. and Mrs. Brew, located at El Pueblo Condominiums, Anona Street, Santa Mesa, Manila. Check out their Facebook page. Just type in Mr. and Mrs. Brew, that's M-R for Mr. and M-R-S for Mrs. Brew, B-R-E-W. They are also available on GrabFood and Food Panda. So again, that's it for run episode number 8. Till next time, bye-bye. Bye, 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 bye.